I weighed myself every day. I just wanted to see, you know, how different things were affecting me, you know, like when I work out, when I don't work out, you know, when I eat certain foods, how is that affecting me? So definitely the day to day, there's going to be up and down. And I kind of taught myself not to be frustrated about that, that, you know, if one day I'm 300 pounds, the next day I'm 302 pounds, it's not necessarily because I didn't do something right. There's so many different factors that, that go into your weight going up and down that I had to teach myself not to be frustrated when the scale didn't always reflect the effort that I put in either the day before or that week. All right, my friends, welcome back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. Today, I am overjoyed to give you this incredible conversation with one of our Fit Fathers, Mr. Brian Davis, 37 years young, family man, and he recounts his journey about how he used the Fit Father Project program in this community to lose over 100 pounds and really just improve his health overall, his blood pressure, some other health issues he was having, and really just set himself up for a new decade of of life and energy with his family and his work. It's an incredibly inspiring conversation, especially for guys who have a lot of weight to lose, 100, 200 pounds. I mean, the process is different. The mindset is different, especially as you're getting to move your body. And I think Brian just shares so much wisdom here, and it's just a really heartfelt conversation that filled me with so much joy. That's why I'm really excited to have you listen to this today. And if you want to follow Brian's footsteps, if you have questions about your own health journey, reach out to our team. We have links in the show notes where you can get our programs and our supplements. There's a promo code there as well where you can get discounts. And of course, if you go to fitfatherproject.com, you can contact our team and we'd love to help you on your own journey, whether that's losing five, 10, or a hundred pounds like Brian today. Let's get into today's episode. All right, Brian, welcome officially to the Fit Father Project podcast, my friend. In tradition, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to everyone listening, your name, your age, where you're from, a little bit about your family and what you do from work, and then let's get into your Fit Father journey. All right. My name is Brian Davis. I'm 37 years old. I am from Dayton, Ohio. Currently, I've been married for almost 10 years next spring. I have two stepchildren. They're 20 and 17. I have two sons of my own. They are seven and five years old. I am a warehouse supervisor, so I spend a lot of time on my feet, a lot of physical work, walking on concrete all day. So I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit later, but I'm definitely excited to be here. Excited to excited to talk to you, kind of share my story. I'm excited to talk to you too and hear your story because what I think and what we're definitely going to get into basically starting now is you did something pretty incredible that not a lot of guys do. And that's you lost over a hundred pounds and you reversed a lot of health conditions. But before we get into how you actually did that, I'd love for you to share a little bit about like, where'd you find yourself like starting right when you joined the program and what kind of led you there in life getting to this point? So starting weight was 361 pounds. How tall are you? I'm six foot three. So a little bit on the taller side. I always had people say, "Oh, you carry the weight well. You look, you know, you know, you don't look near that, but you know, you feel it. You feel that weight, the joints, the feet. It was a lot of weight to carry around. So I've I've always been heavier growing up. Probably since I was seven or eight, I was always overweight. Had a poor relationship with food. Food kind of became the escape, the coping mechanism. You know, the vice. You know, everyone kind of ends up 
with something they used to cope and mine ended up being food. So definitely was a heavier child, heavier teenager. Um, I can remember getting, you know, close to 300 pounds as a teenager. Got into my 20s, still very heavy, started having blood pressure issues, severe, you know, 180 over 120 type blood pressure, very dangerously high. Kind of had a wake up call in my 20s, decided to do something about it. Actually started losing weight and I was about 26 years old, completely on my own, just, you know, guessing essentially what's healthy, what's not. I actually lost over 100 pounds then. I went from 372 all the way down to about 211. You know, I was living at home still, kind of had complete control over what food was in the house. I could, uh, you know, control all that. So I was doing well, met my wife, had an instant family. You know, I got married, two stepkids. And then I kind of allowed that to be an excuse in a way. I allowed that to, you know, I don't have complete control. I have kids, there's food, a little more stress, a little more busier, don't have time to go to the gym all the time. And I kind of allowed that mentality to to take over. And I've used that as an excuse, started eating less healthy. The weight started coming back on. The food became the stress relief. It became the thing I went to, you know, because I'm busy, I'm stressed out, you know, work, kids, responsibilities at church, things like that. And it slowly started creeping back up. And my first kid was born. Once again, more weight came on. My second son was born even more. And then all of a sudden, I find myself, I'm back at over 300 pounds and it just keeps going. And by then I'm starting to get a little bit older, nearing my forties, you start kind of feeling defeated. It's like, this is not possible. I'm just going to be heavy the rest of my life. I can't do this. It's too hard. About towards the end of last year, I started having some really bad issues with, with my digestion, my stomach, bad stomach pain, and found out that had severe gallbladder issues. Now, not the most severe thing, but they concluded that they were going to go ahead and have it removed. You know, I'm 37 years old and they're starting to cut body parts out of me. It's, you know, you start, you start realizing you got to do something about this. So I had the surgery in January and had that removed. And then it was about March, we decided to plan a vacation. And this was kind of the, it's kind of funny, but this was kind of the the big motivation was vacation. After all the surgery, gallbladder's out, I'm recovered. We're going to have a family vacation in the summer. And I'm like, I don't want to be miserable on this vacation. I want to be able to walk around, enjoy my kids, enjoy, you know, being outside at 360 pounds. It's not fun being on your feet for long periods of time. A lot of pain in the feet, pain in the knees, ankles. It's difficult. My job was difficult, all of that. So I kind of, once again, started off on my own. The first thing everyone does now is I'm going to cut out all the carbs, cut out all the sugar. So I started with that. During that process, I came across Fit Father Project. So I signed up for the free workout. There's a one-day meal plan. Looked at that, kind of started on that. And, you know, here I am now. First time I tried to do that workout, oh my goodness. I can't tell you how hard it was. I tried to start with the 20 pounds, the 20-pound dumbbells. And I hadn't worked out in, I mean, it's been eight or 10 years. And I got about two or three sets in and... I had to drop the weights and I did the rest of the workout without weight. And it took me over an hour and it was hard. It was extremely difficult, but I felt good because I did something. I felt like I took a first step 
So like I said, it was extremely hard, but it was that first step, taking that first step, getting through something, doing something about it kind of got the motivation going. And from there, it was just like, get momentum and keep going. So I want to pause you there for a second. With what you've learned now from having lost 100 pounds twice, in terms of the order of importance, let's talk to some other guys who are heavy, who have 100, 200 pounds to lose. What do you start focusing on when you want to lose weight? You could exercise, you could do nutrition. Like, What are the main things that you're focusing on, both in terms of habits, but also mindset? I think first, definitely you have to get the mindset right. You have to find what got you to that point in the first place. How did I get this overweight? What habits did I do to get this heavy? Because it's not normal to get there. Not saying it's hard to get heavy because, you know, with the food that we have available, it can be easy to put weight on, but you definitely have to have some really, really poor habits in order to get that heavy. So the first thing is kind of check yourself, you know, how did I get here? So for you, what was it? What was it for you that you were realizing in this process? Mine was definitely portion sizes and just eating, especially eating late at night. I work second shift. I get off work one or two in the morning and I'd always want to get home and just eat. And it was never anything healthy. It was sugar and, and just unhealthy, high fat, high sugar foods. So it was definitely, I think, starting off finding those those poor habits and starting to correct them. It might not necessarily have to be everything at once. Cut out that late night snack. Cut out the extra meal that you might be having. And then go from there. And you start to realize that you don't need all of that. Your body doesn't need all that. And I knew that because I was feeling terrible. I'd eat so much and I'd wake up the next day and, you know, my stomach hurt. I felt tired and sluggish and and just wanted to lay around and sleep all the time. Totally. That makes a ton of sense. And now I want to dial into your exact routine because as you know, when when you hop on the Fit Father program, particularly the meal plan, it's all about finding like the schedule setup that's going to work for you, right? Like with your unique life setup, what ended up working for you? You worked the second shift, so you're done at two. But like, what did you decide is your meal timing schedule setup that enabled you to be so successful? So I did the 10.30, 2.30, and my dinner's a little bit later just because of the work. When we have our dinner break, it's about 7.30. So sometimes the breakfast is a little bit later, but I definitely did the kind of 16-hour fasting period It was difficult at first. The not eating after work was the hardest part. Now, how did you overcome that? That was such a habit for you. And I also know the feeling, right? You just worked a long night. All you want to do is decompress and have some food. But at the same time, it's probably the worst time to eat, you know, based on your circadian rhythm. So how'd you deal with that, knowing that you were probably hungry for a while at that time? So I actually started buying like the seltzer water, carbonated water. And I would have one of those as soon as I got home. And what that did, no calories, no sweeteners, nothing. The carbonation kind of helped fill me up a little bit. And it kind of filled that craving to where I have to have something when I get home. So, you know, it's got a little bit of flavor. It's got the carbonation. And that that helped me kind of fill that void. I mean, that's actually genius. It makes so much sense why that is. You're still keeping that same habit. So it's not like you went cold turkey. I think a lot of guys make the mistake of thinking like everything needs to change all at once, but you used it as a tool. You swap that in and it's also, you know, healthy and it's not messing up your GI tract either. So that's really good. 
Okay. And so what did you decide in terms of your nutrition to do? What were 1030 breakfasts for you? So you're going to bed, let's just say around two, three, and then you're getting up sometime around whatever time you get up. What do you have breakfast? I do the shake every day. Okay. It's great. It's easy. You know, I like that. I don't have to think about it. I have the ingredients. I put them in a blender and it's good to go. I found the more I had it, I started craving it. I think a lot of the guys that read a lot of posts in the Facebook group, people start craving that shake. And it's funny because it's true. It's a great shake. It fills you up, keeps you going till lunch, a lot of energy. It's been great. It's pretty much 95% of the time. That's what I'm doing. So again, just want to highlight this as a teaching point for sure. It's consistent meal number one, like the first meal of the day, you don't have to think about it, get it consistent, dial it in. The Fit Father shakes that we recommend are great for that. But whatever you do choose, you know, no thinking keeps you really routine. At least you know that you've standardized one of those maybe three meals of the day. So you're like, you're set there. Okay. So let's talk about you're starting to lose some weight, but obviously 120 pounds doesn't come off overnight. It's coming off in five, 10, then twos and ones. What's happening to your body in terms of the movement and the exercise component of this as you're losing weight? I want to really get into that because I'm sure your first apex workout hard, your second one still hard, maybe a little easier. What's that like? Let's talk about your workout journey. So yeah, I mean, like you said, it was hard. And like I mentioned earlier, the first one I did, I only went up to eight. And I think it was probably the third or fourth set. I completely dropped the weight. I think the only thing I used the weight on was the rows. I mean, I was even doing shoulder presses without weight. It was hard. And I think it took me over an hour just to get up to eight and down. And But then I only had 20 and 25-pound dumbbells. So I kind of scrounged around, asked some family members. I got some lighter weights. I got some 10s and some 15s. And the second one I did, I used the 10s, was able to get up to eight and down again and you know trim the time down a little bit. And once you do it a couple times it's amazing how fast your body adapts and gets stronger. So definitely having that timing it and and pushing yourself to try to cut down those rest times, it helps. And then when I started being able to get up to 10 and down, you know, the first time, once again, it was over an hour. And then, you know, as you continue doing it, continue pushing through, you realize that your body is getting stronger and and you can do it. And as the weight comes off, obviously it gets a little bit easier and a little bit easier and not being afraid to do some modifications. You know, if you, I definitely 100% could not do a regular pushup, you know, yeah, I could barely do a modified pushup from my knees. So not being afraid to say, Hey, I can't do a regular pushup, you know, modify it, you know, at least you're doing something. You know, try to do what you can to get through that whole workout. And if you can get through the whole thing, the next time you realize it's a little bit easier, you can do a little bit more. And then before you know it, you're down to the sub 50, sub 40 minute range. And then I started up in the weight, went up to the 15 pounds. Um, now, you know, I can do it with the 20 pounds. I kind of didn't have time. I'm in phase two right now. I kind of didn't have time this morning to do the double trouble workout. So I was like, all right, I'll do an apex busted out the 20 pound weights for that and did it in about 35 minutes. So, okay, so that's yeah. crazy. You, you did the full pyramid with the twenties yeah. in 35 minutes mm-hmm. compared to the fact when you started, you were literally doing shoulder presses with your arms with no weight because that's where you're starting. So man, listen up people like that is huge progress for those who haven't tried this workout. It is no joke. And for those that have, they're like, yeah, this man made some big progress. And what has that felt like for you? 
to feel that your body can do this. I mean, that's a completely different body that can do this kind of exercise in 30 minutes. Like how's it affected your work and just feeling in your body all day? What's it like now for you? Oh, it's so much more energy. It's night and day. I mean, that was kind of the first thing when I completely bought into the program and was doing the meal plan, doing all the workouts. It was just the amount of energy I had. I felt so much better. You know, I'd wake up in the morning. I didn't feel sluggish and tired. I didn't feel sick all the time. I felt like I could, you know, engage with my family, play with my kids, you know, actually be there. Because before I could sit down, you know, in the middle of the day and just fall asleep, like not even trying to. I'd sit down on the chair and just, you know, five minutes I'm out because I had no energy. Now it's, you know, a lot of energy being at work on my feet for the majority of the day. I'm not in immense amount of pain. I mean, the, the pain in my feet, I was to the point where I was starting to, I was going to go see a specialist to try to figure something out because I, my feet and my ankles just hurt so bad. I mean, on your feet at 360 pounds for like 10 hours, like, holy crap, right? That's a lot of force going through those joints. Not enough people you know, talk and think about that. But I got to say, you know, going into your 40s over this next decade, your knees are going to be thanking you for what you did. That's for sure. Your knees and your ankles. Yeah. So, I mean, just that difference. It's night and day. And like I said, the energy is, it's so much more energy, you know, I feel like I can get a lot more done. I'm so much more productive at work and at home. So yeah, it's been great. I want to talk about the process of losing 100 plus pounds. It comes off in chunks and I imagine there's like phases to it. You have your initial, you're building momentum phase and then you kind of get into cruise control and maybe the weight loss is slowing down a little bit. Talk to me about the psychology and how long it took you to go through that process to lose that amount of weight. Yeah. So the first month, I think I lost about 25, 30 pounds. Yeah. And that's, I mean, the first week when you, when you completely, you know, when you're completely on plan, you're doing the workouts, it drops quick. And I know a lot of that can be water weight because you're going from, you know, the high sodium, the high carbohydrate food, and then you start eating definitely a lot of lower sodium. You're drinking a ton more water. You drop a lot of that water weight. So at first, I mean, you're dropping 10, 11 pounds the first couple of weeks. And then it, you know, it definitely slows down. You start doing the five, six pounds a week. And then it starts, you know, it definitely starts slowing down. But I was still averaging about four or five pounds a week through the summer. I started back in March to give some context. I weighed myself every day. I just wanted to see, you know, how different things were affecting me, you know, like when I work out, when I don't work out, you know, when I eat certain foods, how is that affecting me? So definitely the day to day, there's going to be up and down. And I kind of taught myself not to be frustrated about that, that, you know, if one day I'm 300 pounds, the next day I'm 302 pounds, it's not necessarily because I didn't do something right. There's so many different factors that, that go into your weight going up and down that, I had to teach myself not to be frustrated when the scale didn't always reflect the effort that I put in either the day before or that week. But yeah, it slows down to the to the you know couple pounds a week. But as long as I you see that trend, I think we talk about that a lot. That trend down, you know, it, it keeps that motivation going and and weighing yourself every day. I think is a, is a huge part for accountability, but also to kind of educate yourself on how the different habits and the different things you eat can affect your weight. 
Yeah, that's like perfectly said. I think that's the really big variable is it gives you, well, two things. It gives you, like you said, the structure and the accountability. There's a rhythm to it. But for me, it's like, it's all about this education visibility piece where you get to see how your body responds to things like sleep or a different kind of meal that you didn't have. And it teaches you so much. So I'm glad that you found daily weighing to be something that has been very helpful for you. That's awesome. And how long did it take you in total to lose over the 100 pounds? So it was... It's just a little bit over six months. Um, I lost 100. I'm at close to 130 pounds lost now. Um, like I said, I started at 361. I'm down to about 232 now. So I'm close to 130 pounds lost now. Started on March 1st. So I think the 100 pounds, it was about the middle of September. And so, yeah, it was just a little bit over six months that took me to lose 100 pounds. Okay, so now I want to know from... The mindset and just the momentum of a guy who's been doing this for well over you know six months now, what are you thinking about now that's different? What's your rhythm like when you're planning your weeks ahead? What are the things that you're doing with your routines? I want to know because you're a different man than you were six months ago. So how are you planning and strategizing things now? So with the meals, it's kind of second nature now. Plan out when I'm going to prep my dinners. I take a couple of days a week to prep those dinners. And most of the time, my dinner is at work because I'm second shift. So I prep that. I pack them up, put them in the fridge. I have them ready to go. I can take them out and throw them in a lunchbox, take them with me. What's a typical dinner for you? Usually some type of protein. It's usually chicken. Every once in a while, I'll try to get some, I'll do some lean pork chops. The majority of the time, I do chicken breast, either some kind of mixed salad with mixed greens, and then either brown rice, sweet potato. And that's kind of been the go-to. So you're, built, you're building a perfect plate, basically. Okay. Yep. Pretty much a perfect plate, but then I pack it up and put it in a lunchbox. And then breakfast and lunches are usually at home. Like I said, it's the breakfast shake 95% of the time. Lunches, I'm a sandwich guy. I've always loved sandwiches. So when I did the meal plan and I saw that there was a sandwich in there, I'm like, oh man, I'm going to be able to do this. Because we know when I first started, it's like, oh, I can't have any carbs at all. I got to stay away from bread. But then there's healthy bread I can eat. Yes. So I kind of rotate between natural turkey, do the avocado. And then I've always loved peanut butter. So I'll do the natural peanut butter sometimes. So yeah, I'm kind of a creature of habit. I'm, you know, if I get in a routine, I can stick to it. So I stick to kind of my go-tos. We talk about that a lot. What's your go-to foods? And I make sure I have those on hand. And if I have those, you know, it's not going to be tempting because I still have kids. They're still treats in the house. They're still there. So, but when I have my foods that I know are healthy, that I know that I like, I'm going to go after those. So I make sure I have Quest bars around, you know, every once in a while I can grab those. If I feel like I need a snack that low calorie, you know, healthy for me, keeps me from, you know, grabbing a, a chips or a candy bar or something, you know, it's definitely about having those go-tos and having that, that plan in place. And, and with the workouts, same thing, have that plan to keep yourself accountable. I do Monday, Wednesday, Friday for phase two I'm doing now. I try to do the Monday, Friday, the double trouble, Wednesday, the Monroe, try to get at least one hit cardio in a week. You know, my work keeps me active, thankfully. So that gives me kind of on my feet, I'm able to kind of jump in and get some activity at work. So that it's definitely beneficial. And then I definitely make sure I plan a rest day. 
usually either Saturday or Sunday. Make sure I, I get some rest in. That's definitely important. Let your body kind of recover. Let your muscles recover. But it's definitely about keeping yourself accountable, making sure you have that plan in place. And also not beating yourself up if you miss a workout. If something happens, emergency or, you know, you have a busy day and you miss a workout, you missed a workout. Do the next one. Make up for it. Don't beat yourself up because you missed it. Because that kind of breaks that all or nothing mentality you get stuck in. Yeah, totally. You miss a workout and it's like, oh, well, I missed a workout. You miss another one and then you miss another one and you kind of fall into this mentality where, you know, I haven't been working out so I can't start again or I ate something unhealthy. So might as well eat something else unhealthy. You just get right back on. You miss a workout. You just do the next one. Nailed it. You're absolutely right. And it's like these anchors, once we create the structure for ourselves and there's specific anchors, like for you, the morning shake is always something, no matter what happened yesterday, you can come back to as an anchor and it just creates new, fresh momentum every day. And it's just, you're doing all these things so right. And that's why I can tell not only the results you've had, but why you have a process that works for you in your life seamlessly. Now, I'd like to talk about a little different angle on this is you're getting healthy. Your family's watching you. Kids are watching you. Your wife's watching you. What's been the relationship like in the experience of your family with you as you're getting healthy? Any changes to relationships, improvements there? Yeah, definitely. With my kids, they see it. They see me work out and they realize, hey, daddy, it's funny because they talk about daddy lost his belly and silly things like that. But just having the energy to, to be present is huge. And my wife's extremely busy right now. She's working, she's going to school, but she's been a huge support, a huge anchor for me, you know, being able to have the time to work out. Now it's with my kids in school right now, definitely a little bit easier. But even during the summer when they were home, being able to get those workouts in, even with them sitting there watching me, you know, it's kind of fun to have the kids watching and sometimes jumping in a little bit, you know, they'd grab some lightweights and kind of act like they're doing the workout a little bit. But I really hope to be a motivation for them, you know, to want to live healthy, to want to be healthy. Because just like you, my father passed away when I was a teenager. I did not have the greatest relationship with my father. Um, he was kind of absent, but still growing up without the father and then, and then losing him when I was young, I don't want that to be my kid's experience. I want to be there for them. I want to be there for them my whole life. I want to be support and the anchor for them that I didn't have. Even when they're adults, I want to be there for them. So that was definitely a huge motivating factor. Probably the biggest one was my family to be the support, to be the anchor for them. I can tell. And this is like the perfect segue into what I want to conclude with is I want to ask you what being a fit father means for you. And I think you said a lot of those things, but I'll ask the question, like, what does the idea of fit father mean to you in your life, in your community? Yeah, so it's it's definitely number one is my family is being there for them, being present, being like I, I keep using the word anchor, but, but just being that person that they can go to and that I'm always going to be there for them no matter what they need. Yeah, I want to be that and definitely being part of my community, being able to be active with my church and my faith. I feel like I'm on this earth for a reason. I have a purpose and I want to be able to fulfill that. I want to be here and really live and not just exist. I want to have the energy and I want to have the motivation to be out there and affect people's lives and influence the world for good. And I think it starts with taking care of yourself. You have to take care of yourself 
otherwise you're not going to be able to do the things that you're here for. You're not going to be able to fulfill your purpose. And I think I'm definitely on the right track now. So I'm very, very thankful for you. Thankful that you had this vision to put this program together. Extremely thankful for all the great people at the Fit Father Project. Everybody's been awesome. Ben, Cat, Craig, I'm trying to think of other people, but they've all been awesome. All the brothers in the brotherhood, that's kind of the core, man. I love that group. They've been so helpful. They've been so motivating. They're always there to pick you up. They're there to encourage you, to to cheer you on. And I'm just so thankful for everybody. Man, I'm thankful for you, Brian, for this conversation. You're walking the walk and just damn proud of you. And so truly overjoyed that you were able to take this program and you did the work. And congratulations to you and your family. God bless you. And thanks for being on here and sharing this with everyone. All right. Thank you, Dr. Balduzzi. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash fitfatherproject to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.